the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God. In our reading from the Gospel of Luke today, we see the Lord's mercy towards those who have faith as he restores the sight of this blind man on the road to Jericho. Jesus was with his disciples on their way to Jericho, along with quite a crowd, and they passed by this blind man who sat by the road begging. And as they go by, the blind man hears the multitude and asks what's going on, and then he cries out for God's mercy. He received God's mercy that day, and it changed his life. We, like the blind man, need to ask for God's mercy, and we probably need to ask for it often. Many times, beggars would be found at a city gate where people were passing in and out. In St. Mark's account of this encounter, we learn that the blind man at the gate was named Bartimaeus. He was probably used to calling out to those who came by, asking for money, begging for alms, as was the custom. In this case, Bartimaeus realizes that the number of people that were on the road that day at that gate is much larger than what he was used to. One of a pushing, shoving crowd, perhaps, competes to stay up with someone who's coming by the gate of Jericho. So the blind man asks, whoever can hear him, what's going on? And one of the bystanders says to him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. Then at that point, Bartimaeus cries out with an amazing statement. He calls out very loudly, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And a little bit later, he calls Jesus Lord, common name for God. The title son of David is one deeply rooted in messianic expectation. <coughs> so this blind man realizes something. He realizes he is near the presence of God. He responds to this. Those who led the way rebuked him when he cried out and told him he should be quiet. His response was, was even to shout all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Now this was no uh, simple, feeble, begging uh, cry for assistance. It's loud and intense. It was a cry from his heart. What does Jesus do? He stops. The man's request stopped Jesus, not because he was some ruler, not because he was a very prominent person or influential person. This man was a mere beggar. He was at the very bottom of the social ladder. Yet Jesus, the son of David, the Lord, the son of God, stops for him. With the noise of this great crowd around him, Jesus hears this man's cry for help. And as St. Luke says, so Jesus stood still and commanded him to be brought to him. Now in Mark's account, it records how someone came to the blind man and says, be of good cheer, rise, he's calling you. So then he casts his garment aside and he comes before Jesus. Jesus might have passed him by if this man had not asked. Which kind of brings up a question for us. Are there things in our own lives that we miss because we have not asked for God's mercy? 
There can be many reasons why we don't ask. Uh, it took a lot of persistence, perseverance on his path, uh, on his part for this blind man to get the attention of Jesus over the noisy group of people who crowded around and has made his way out of town. But he was determined. He did not let whatever was going on around deter him. Do we sometimes miss the grace of God has for us because we're too preoccupied with what's going on around us? Or can we get so busy just trying to fix things ourselves we miss that Jesus is already nearby? He's ready to help us if we'll just ask. Do we let the noise of the virtual crowd around us affect us instead of drawing near to Christ? We must not be so intent on the problems of this world that we miss Jesus who is nearby. Perhaps we're sometimes embarrassed by the problems that we have and don't want to bring them into the light of God. Of course, God already knows. Uh, he knows all about our problems. Sometimes he acts even without our asking. He performs some miracles without even being asked. But sometimes he waits on us. He's always ready to hear us. After the blind man who was brought to him, uh, who had cried out, what does, what does Jesus then do? He asked a straightforward question. What do you want me to do for you? The man had cried out asking for mercy. Kind of a very general term. Now he's being asked a very specific question. And he responds, Lord, that I may receive my sight. Bartimaeus' request for mercy might have been similar to others, uh, but different in a very important way. When he asked the son of David for mercy, He's expecting far more than just a handout. He has faith that the son of David, the Messiah, can grant his request to enable him to see. Bartimaeus acknowledges him as the Lord and God, able to perform miracles. So he asks for one. One reason Jesus may have asked this man what does he want was to encourage him. Encourage him to express his faith further. To cause him to think specifically about what he is asking. Now, because if Jesus does do what he asks, Bartimaeus knows that it's going to change the rest of his life. He is blind. He will soon be able to see. Jesus responds, receive your sight. Your faith has healed you. He speaks and the healing takes place immediately. The question that Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do, helps solidify that Bartimaeus truly wanted his life changed. Afterwards, he in fact followed Jesus, glorifying God. Sometimes we need our spiritual eyes healed the turmoil, the conflict, the despair of the world, at times can affect us spiritually. We need eyes to see. Eyes to see God's glory even amidst this fallen world. We need eyes to see to truly see where our hope lies. Maybe we need to consider the question Christ had for Bartimaeus. What do you want me to do? One of the greatest things we can say is, Lord, that I may restore my spiritual sight. 
A year ago, no one anticipated the changes that would come into our world. There are two things, though, that are certain. Our world will always be changing. And secondly, what is most important never changes. Jesus commands the blind man to recognize who he is with the eyes of faith and then grants him physical sight as well. Today, we are reminded of our need for that healing grace. So do not let the circumstances around you, the shouting of the crowd of this world, to distract you from drawing near to Christ. Look to God. He is the source of our faith. He is our hope, not this world. For this, we need healthy spiritual eyes. So we can see how to live godly lives regardless of what changes in our world. Jesus opens this man's eyes both physically and spiritually. He restored his sight. The blind man saw. But he saw not only the light of day. He saw the light of life. And he followed him. We too can ask Jesus to give us eyes to see spiritually. And keeping those eyes fixed on him, we can see how to live a godly life no matter what changes occur. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.